It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pennis at MAAA Large School Small School Showdown on the local side on Tuesday from Potosi as the Trojans host the Kingston Cougars. Our own Glenn Berry has the recap. It was an interconference battle between two MAAA leaders on Tuesday night as Kingston made the cross-county trip to Potosi to take on the Trojans. Kingston, the MAAA small school conference leader, jumped out to a 6-0 lead to start the game. But Potosi, the MAAA large school conference leader, went on a 12-0 run of their own and were never headed, as the Trojans handled the Cougars 70-48. to it was a three-point game at the end of one with Potosi on top 20-17, to but an 18-8 to Potosi advantage in the second quarter put the lead into double digits, and it stayed there for most of the game. Kingston did draw within seven a couple of times in the first half and once just inside the second half before falling behind by 15 and eventually losing by a final margin of 22. Gabe Raleigh and Carter Whitley proved to be too much for the Kingston Cougars to handle, accounting for 54 of Potosi's 70 points. Potosi's defense was also a key factor in the win, forcing 21 turnovers and holding down a hot Kingston team under 50 points for the first time this year. Free throws were also a strong point for Potosi, hitting on 14 of 15 shots from the charity stripe, while Kingston shot only 50% on 8 of 16 shooting. After the game, Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway. The whole team played really hard tonight. Um, we did have a little bit of a slow start. We didn't really know what to expect. We get to practice yesterday because of the ice and stuff. Um, so that was less than ideal coming into this thing. But um, not calling timeout, that was something that we debate a lot. But we have a lot of confidence in this group to leave them on the floor. Um, they're led by a couple of really good leaders out there, and we, we knew that they were able to do that by themselves, and they really showed that in that 12-0 run to start the game. Kingston head coach Paul Hamilton. Don't think we competed for 32 minutes. I thought uh, I thought uh, a couple times when we tried to get it back there, we'd turn around and have mental lapses, and we'd uh, – you know, throw it away in transition or take a bad shot or miss a rotation, and we'd give it right back to him. Potosi was led in scoring by Gabe Brawley with 28 points, and Carter Whitley had 26. Kingston was led in scoring by Cody Yates with 24, while Mason Nelson had 12. Potosi improves to 13-3 and and will face North County on Friday in Bonterre, while Kingston falls to 11-4 and and faces Valley of Caledonia at home also on Friday. Once again, Potosi knocks off Kingston on Tuesday night, 70-48. to From Potosi High School, 4KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. Other scores on the boys' side from Tuesday. Arcadia Valley was at home against St. Paul. They get the winner 74-33 to the Tigers. Bismarck played Lesterville on the boys' and girls' side. The Bismarck boys win 70-62. And Central top West County, 73-56. Farmington was on the road at Festus. The Knights win that one 56-49. Jefferson outlast Valley Catholic, 72-57. Fredericktown was at Annapolis going up against the South Iron Panthers. South Iron wins that 60-33. And St. Genevieve falls to St. Vincent 60-52. And on the girls' side, in the first game of two from Bismarck, it was the Lady Indians against Lesterville with Ellington. The Lady Indians win it by a score of 57-52. Valley Catholic gets 19 points from Madeline Grifford in the 49-20 winner over Kingston. Grandview tops St. Paul 49-33. And Arcadia Valley beats West County 67-32. Coming up today on the local side, 
boys basketball. West County is at Crystal City and our broadcast game from Arcadia Valley as the Tigers host the North County Raiders. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 tip-off at AM 1240 KFMO. On the girls' side, the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers play before the boys. They'll play St. Paul, while Central hosts Eureka and Fredericktown is at home against Saxony Lutheran. Kingston is at Crystal City and the Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings host the Bismarck Lady Indians. And wrestling, St. Pius and Hancock are at Potosi, while the North County Raiders and Lady Raiders are at Windsor. And Mineral Area College action on the women's side. The 17th-ranked Mac Lady Cardinals take on Crowder on the road today in a conference game. And on the men's side, another broadcast. We'll have 6.30 pregame and a 7 o'clock tip-off on KFMO Sports Plus online at KFMOsports.com as the West Plains Grizzlies host the number two-ranked team in the nation. That's the Mineral Area Cardinals. Again, we'll have coverage of that one on KFMO Sports Plus. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action on Tuesday, starting a road trip out west in Canada. They played the Calgary Flames, and Alex Ferrario with the Blues Radio Network has the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off a crucial three-game road trip out west, taking on one of the wildcard battling teams, the Calgary Flames. First period, Calgary would score the lone goal off of a Blues turnover in the neutral zone. The Blues would be down by one. They would score in the second period. Brandon Saad off of a face-off win by Braden Shen. Picked up his 12th of the season. Then back-to-back goals in less than 90 seconds by Calgary took the 3-1 lead. But the captain, Braden Shen, picked up his 11th goal of the season shorthanded to bring the Blues within one going into the third. Jordan Cairo scored his 13th of the season midway through the third period. And then Brandon Saad, second of the night with 48 seconds to go in regulation. Capped off a Blues 4-3 winner. They now sit 23-20-2 on the season, and they'll travel to Vancouver to take on the Canucks tonight. Puck drop at 9 o'clock. Pre-game skate starts at 8.30 on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Blues sitter and captain Brayton Shin and winger Brandon Sott on the importance of the win over Calgary. These are big games, you know. Um, you know we're trying to build into break, uh, you know, into the All-Star break here and, and give ourselves a chance where we can... Uh, you know, just kind of sit back and and uh, you know come hungry after the break. So uh, these these are big wins. Um, you know, these are team four point games, teams that uh, you need to beat in order to, to climb the standings. We know uh, where we're at in the standings, so uh, every point matters. And like you said, uh, we know where they're at too. So that was definitely a big game for us. Uh, we need as many points as we can get. So to steal both, uh, that's huge for us. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister liked that his team found a way to win on a night. They were not their best. It was a big game, so it's good that we were able to find a way, and I like the way we, we showed character in the third. Um, it was two points. You know, it wasn't perfect, um, but we can build on what we did in the third. The Blues are back at it tonight in Vancouver against the Canucks. Coverage on B104.3 at 8.30 with puck drop at 9 o'clock. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday in the AFC Championship game. Coverage on KFMO at 1 with kickoff at 2 o'clock. The Chiefs and Ravens from Baltimore. And Major League Baseball, again it was announced on Monday that Tommy Edmond re-signed with the Cardinals on a two-year deal. How has the move to the outfield this season changed his workout routine? Here's Tommy Edmond. One of the adjustments I've made in the offseason is doing a little bit more uh, long-distance sprinting. Um, whereas in the past, it's been primarily focused on kind of quick bursts. Um, I've, I've been doing more like length, uh, 
like 50 yard sprints, you know, where I'm getting to, to top speed. Um, and also just building up my, uh, my sprint endurance. And with Edmund moving to the outfield full time, that opens up playing time at the middle infield positions. Mason Wynn on entering spring training as the number one shortstop this season. I'm just going to go out there and compete. You know, um, you know, I don't want to go into spring training. You know, I'm going to go into it with the same mindset as last year. Um, you know, I got some opportunities last year and I made the most of them. So um, I'm going to go in there and, you know, not thinking it's my spot. I'm going to go up there thinking, you know, I need to earn earn a spot. And, you know, that's my mindset the whole whole spring, whole year. You know, the whole year I want to work and I want to work to be there and, and belong there. And Cardinal second baseman Nolan Gorman, what is he hoping to accomplish at the plate in 2024? Offensively, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, hammering out um, everything I worked on last year in the offseason and through the season. So... Uh, just trying to get better, um, trying to be able to fight tough pitches and, and get to uh, those good pitches. The St. Louis Cardinals are a month away from spring training games. It starts February 24th. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers were in action against Texas A&M on the road Tuesday night. Texas A&M picked up the winner by a final score of 63-57. Tigers head coach Dennis Gates says he was disappointed his team didn't take advantage of a great effort defensively in the opening 20 minutes. We held a team to uh, um, six total field goals in the first half. Uh, that's a tremendous, tremendous thing. And we weren't able to come into halftime with a lead, which I thought the game, we should have been up 10, 15 points um, holding the team to that many field goals in that first half. The Tigers are back in action Saturday for a high noon tip-off when they travel to South Carolina. The St. Louis University Billikens play tonight at Chaffetz Arena. They'll host the Davidson Wildcats tip-off at 6. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.